Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, mamacita, welcome to the Mamas con Ganas podcast. That's mamas as in, hey, mama, y te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izara. Okay, Mamacita, welcome to episode number 200. <laughs> I have some loud, rambunctious Latinas with me today. Yes, yes. Who, us? What yes. are you talking about? <laughs> this is a special episode. I'm deciding to call it La Fiesta Latina. <laughs> in English. So with me, I have three fellow Podcastera, Stephanie Albor. Hi, everyone. Jessica Ñañez. <laughs> Hi. And, and Mayra Garcia. Hola. So, mamacitas, we have a special treat for you. I wanted to bring in some other fellow podcasters. We're actually at the Podcast Movement Conference right now. As sure. you can see, we're at the FinCon booth. So, we decided to do the party for the 200th episode. And I wanted to bring some Latinas that that I personally admire and that are fellow colleagues and friends of mine that they're doing amazing things for our community. So I want each of you to, you know, introduce yourselves, tell them what you do, your podcasts about yourselves. St Stephanie, okay. we'll start with you. I'll be first. Um, so my name is Stephanie Albor and I have a true crime podcast in Spanglish. I have a co-host, Chahaira Arce. She isn't here today, but we both are uh, the voices behind Cuento Crimen podcast and we focus on cases that don't get much media attention. And yeah, we've been podcasting for three years and we have over 150 episodes for those that are true crime fans um yeah well we do it in spanglish so it's a little bit of a twist and yeah that's that's what we what i do it's awesome it's awesome yes. okay jessica your turn i am jessica yanez and i am the host of the wine and chisme podcast so <laughs> <laughs> a podcast created to amplify voices across communities of color Uh, and we drink wine every episode. So I started right before the pandemic. So I've been doing this a little uh, three and a half years, 180 episodes. And I am like so looking forward to the next 180. Yes. And Jessica was telling us, by the way, Mamacita, that this is the first episode that she's ever recorded, whether she's been a guest or hosting herself without a glass of wine. I know it feels so weird. I feel so, <laughs> it feels naked. I feel yeah. so naked. What's going on? Bueno, nos tomamos el vinito después. We'll do that later. We'll make sure we get the wine in later. Okay. Mayra, your turn. Hola, I'm Mayra Garcia. I'm the host of the Debt Free Latina podcast. And my podcast focuses on financial literacy and and focusing on a debt-free lifestyle to build wealth. Oh, yes. And of course, if you guys have been listening to my podcast for a while, you'll know that Jessica and Maida have both been on my podcast as guests previously. 
Stephanie, we need to get you. We need to schedule something. We need to schedule something. (laughs) But anyways, we're finally meeting in person because Maida is the first time I actually see her in person. Jessica, we've had the chance to meet each other before. Stephanie, I'm meeting her for the first time. But we all we all belong to the Latina Podcasters Network, and so it's really cool because we've all been able to, um, I would say create like a coalition of friendships yeah, where we help sure. each other out. And it's truly a testament of how women can help empower each other, where we share like what works for us and like what we're struggling with. And we help each other out, which is really cool because I feel like that's what the Mamas Con Ganas community is all about. Women helping women. Now I want to ask you ladies, each of you, what motivated you to do your podcast and what's your mission with your platform? Okay, so I'll go first. Yes, Stephanie. <laughs> um, so the reason why I started uh, True Crime Podcast was because, um, you know, being Latina, my mom is always telling me, like, uno nunca sabe, cuídate, you know, like, make sure no one's following you. And so there was, like, yeah. a point where I wanted to share with her, like, True Crime and, like, tell her, like, I know what I'm doing, mom. I listen to True Crime. And so I couldn't really, like, translate that to her. And so that's where, I, like, I figured that there was a gap in the True Crime community. And so... Jahaira and I have always wanted to start a podcast or a YouTube channel, but we've never had like a solid idea. We were never really like comfortable with one. And then so I called her up and she's like, I love it. Also a true crime fan. So she was on board. And uh, so that's why it started. And uh, I guess the mission is to talk about cases that don't get much media attention. Um, and also like, I guess, trying to um, I guess I like, pinpoint the, uh, the pattern in true crime cases and investigations. Like there's also like, um, the lack of translators and investigations between families and detectives, and also the misconception of having to wait 24 hours to report someone missing. That's false. And so by, you know, sharing true crime cases and sharing these things, right. It's kind of like just informing the community. And so I guess like the, the, the purpose of it is to create a space for, uh, our community and the true crime community. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. That's really cool. Because you know that I, I had heard recently that women are like the biggest consumers of like true crime uh, genre. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my, my sister and my mom, I was telling my sister and my mom watched the ID channel all day. So I just told my fiance, look, don't mess with me. Cause my mom and my sister, they watch true crime. I don't watch it. So I don't know what happens. <laughs> so do you think it really stems from like you're gonna because i was really i really identified with you saying like think we all be careful because yeah, yeah. they're like look in the back in the look yes, in the back yes. of your seat before you get in the car yes. Yes. yeah like all that you know like the life lessons that we grow up with so yeah i, I think it connects with true crime a little bit that's so interesting because it's almost like we bring that i, I don't know it would be called paranoia or that that, that mentality of always like looking out and and being being secure into into the states you know we yeah. immigrate here and we're still bringing yeah for sure us. for sure okay jessica so the wine and cheese my podcast the reason i started it is because i noticed there was a lot of silos within the podcast community latino podcast black podcast asian podcast entrepreneur podcast like it was just very siloed and i didn't feel like there was really any podcast that brought communities of color together and it is always of my belief that we are stronger together than we are apart and growing up most of my friends came from across communities of color and so I wanted it to be a reflection of who my friends are and I think there's value in us learning from one another and that's really why I started it and then within that 
I realized that there was a gap within uh, Latineo wine brands and people even know, acknowledging or knowing that they existed. And as I started walking through this, I realized that there was Latineo wine brands and I started kind of digging in a little bit more and a little bit more because there was no directory of any of those. And it's very important for me to support our community and other communities of color. So then that prompted me to create the very first directory of Latineo wine brands based in the United States. So it's it really, truly brought my love of wine and my love of community together. So the chisme, tell us, are you a chismosa? <laughs> I am a chismosa in the best way. Look, at, we were talking, I was talking with somebody earlier and we were saying, you know, through the generations, that's how people passed on information was through the chisme, right? But somehow it got twisted into, yes, as it got like, yes, it literally translates to gossip, but really what is gossip? Gossip is information. Gossip is passing along. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. And in our case, it's not a bad thing in regards to like, it's, you know, it's kind of been like it spilled the tea, right? Spill the chisme. Yes. And it can be taken in so many ways. But in our case, it's really about sharing our experiences, sharing our loves, sharing like how to protect one another, how to uplift one another. So that's kind of how we've, how we spill the chisme. And where did your love of wine come from? You know what? I, for the last 20 years, I don't know if I could pinpoint a single thing. I, all I know is when I was, after I turned 21 and I started enjoying wine, it was, you know, you kind of start with the rosés or the like the sweet wines, right? And then somebody says, let's try something else. And you try, I think it's always a, a like it, the key to wine is trying something new. Because you can stick to the same things over and over, but then you're never really expanding your palate, expanding your knowledge. So every time somebody would say, well, try this, I'd be like, all right. So I would try it and then I would start filing. Do I like this? Do I not like this? What do I like? What do I don't? And then I started having like wine and cheese parties at my house. I would go get the cheese and the meats and the crackers and all that. And I would just tell my friends, bring your favorite wine because everybody likes something different, which I think is the beauty of, of wine is it's so subjective because we all have different palates. Yeah. Yeah. We all like different things. And the beauty about Latine on wine brands is they take our palates into consideration when they're creating wines. So a lot of these wines can go with ceviche, it can go with tamales, it can go with um, mole, it can go, like it's, there's all this, all of these different palettes that traditional winemakers don't really think of when they're making wine, but often these Latineo wine brands do. And you know, like, I think the wine also helps her guests get very comfortable <laughs> and spill the chisme, myself included, when I was on her podcast. I was like, damn, girl, you are a really good interviewer. You squeezed some stuff out of me. I didn't even know I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Squeeze it like a grape. Squeeze it like a grape. Okay, Maida, your turn, girl. Uh, the reason why I started the podcast was when I first started coaching, I saw that there was a gap in the financial literacy uh, arena. And... Uh, I didn't really, I couldn't find any Latina podcaster that was talking about money. And so I thought since I have this 
um, coaching and I want to expand, I thought I could serve my community by having the financial literacy in short 10 to 15 minute episodes where I'm teaching something that can be quickly, um, applied and to your, to your life. And so I just thought, I think that was a great way to serve the community and providing that financial literacy gap that I saw. Yeah. And I love it because in your podcast, you talk about your experiences as like you're overcoming your, like the financial things that you've had to overcome, like all the blocks, all the money blocks. Like you talk about all that stuff in a very practical way where people can really start empowering themselves financially. And I am, I feel very strongly about you know, about money and finance, you know, you and I have had these conversations because I think for that, our community, a lot of people come as immigrants to the United States and then they get into debt. Yes. And so we, yeah. And I think a lot of families think that the financial system is in like, like in the Latino American countries and it's not, it's very different here. Um, you need wills, you need to establish yourself. You need to, you know, things just don't get passed on to the youngest um, sibling like it is in Mexico, it's it's very different and you need to organize yourself in a way that's different than in Latin countries. Yeah, absolutely. And instead of like getting into debt and then spending all that money paying interest rates, what we should be doing is investing and saving up for retirement and absolutely. all those things. And I think one of the tools that has helped me and I that's why I share my story was becoming debt free with a very low income is what really helped me can, you know, start investing and to start building wealth. Yes. And I think as it's interesting because as you become more disciplined with like a smaller budget, the more money that you grow, then you become, you're already, you've already set that pattern to become disciplined for when you start making more money. Yes. And I, and I always say like, it doesn't matter what your budget is. You can make $25,000 a year or 150 or $500,000 a year. You're, you know, it's so easy to blow money. Oh, and to be in debt. And there's people that make millions of dollars a year and they spend more than they actually make. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, so yeah, so become debt-free, baby. Debt-free lifestyle. Yeah, debt-free but you lifestyle. know what I appreciate about her podcast is it's she she stays in a particular lane in regards to becoming debt-free. And when and then she sends people off to say, okay, now you need to work with a financial planner. Yeah. Like she's very like discipline she's disciplined in regards to the information she's given being specific to becoming debt-free and not saying oh now i can do all of this she's like okay now that you're debt-free now here's the next step that you need to take and i'm not the person but he now here you go yes to other people yes because it is the beginning if you think about it of like financial freedom it is you get debt free but then that's the start of okay now what am i going to save up for retirement what where is my emergency fund right like what is my budget and if- and that's exactly why I talk about like the organization, then starting budgeting. I love helping families that have never built a budget, that don't know where to start, organize. And that's where my passion is. And so once you can establish your plan and once you know how soon you can eliminate the debt, then you're able to really get with the financial planner that can teach you a little more about what type of funds you can put your money in and where you can invest, because that is a different certification. Yeah. And I will, I'll add one more thing with regards to like this subject is the fact that a lot of women think that they don't have to know about their financials because their husband or their partner is the one to make the money. And I think that is one of the biggest mistakes that women can make. Cause even if you're not the, the breadwinner of your household, you need to know where your expenses are going, what your budgeting is, how much you're saving, what insurance got. Like I am so, I learned the hard way. 
right? From a divorce. We all, do. We all learn from the hard way. But I also think that smart women, winking at you, mamacita, mm-hmm. learn from other people's mistakes, right? Yes. And we can all learn. And, and if we, and there's nothing, we were talking about this last night, that there's nothing more gratifying to like have a plan in place for your financials and to feel that that aspect of your life, you like, you have like, you, you know, you have the, what do they say? The bull by the horns. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because if you don't control that, money touches every area of your life. And if you don't get control over your, over your money, it's going to affect other areas. And it's also the reverse. If you control your money and you control and, and you start organizing yourself in that area of your life, it bleeds into other areas. I love it. I love how we all have very, very different podcasts and it makes it like super like well-rounded. Okay. Next question. Um, tell us what your like biggest challenge has been in terms of the podcasting world and what you've, what you're creating as your platform. Um, I think the biggest challenge is starting. Um, I think that was like a really tough bandaid to take off for me because I feel like I'm very introverted. Um, so starting off and, and that, that includes like learning the process along the way, even now, three years podcasting, there's still so much to learn. And, you know, like, and I think a part of it is like, when you're first starting off, you don't have a community that also is podcasting. So it took a little bit to like make podcast friends and, you know, joining the network where you can ask questions. And, you know, um, some of the people on the network are already have some insight on it or, you know, refer you this way or that way. So I think it's like, learning over like along the way there's going to be hurdles even now three years in it doesn't necessarily like um get easy it is a lot of work but um i feel like as long as you're having fun then it's like worth it so yeah i love the taking off the band-aid because you know, I consider myself an extrovert and I still feel like I had to pull the band-aid. Oh, oh absolutely. Wow. Wow. Like, yeah. Oh my goodness. We have another mamacita here. <laughs> Are you going to step in, Rita? <laughs> She'll, she's going to come yes. in in a little bit. We have somebody coming in. Okay, Jessica, your biggest challenge. So I agree. It's always like when anytime we want to do something, we want to wait for the perfect time. There's never the perfect time. Yeah. Right. The perfect time is now because things are never going to be perfect. So I think for for anything that you want to do, you have to just do it, because I think also there's so many people that say they want to do things without action behind it. So it's just doing it. And right now, I think for many of us and right now, my challenge or my my what I'm working on next is is leveling up. And where do I go from here? I've had the podcast for three and a half years and I have a really beautiful, wonderful, loyal audience. And I am so honored and privileged for every single person that comes on as a guest, every single person that listens. And now I'm like, okay, there's so many more people that need to hear these messages and, and how do I get the message to them? So right now that's kind of my biggest challenge is like, how am I getting my message to make it heard by more people? I love that. Maida? The biggest challenge I think was investing in myself and buying a course that taught me all the things that I, I knew nothing about podcasting, nothing. I didn't even know where to start. And so for me, investing in myself and saying I'm worth it. And this is a great return on investment one day. I I believe that it's going to be. And, um, just taking that leap of faith. And also I would say, 
becoming a lifelong learner. This journey, whatever it is that you want to do, I think becoming a lifelong learner is what really keeps me, you know, on it because this is never ending. You have to continuously be growing and learning. And, and until the day you're no longer yeah. here, right? Yeah. You gotta learn knowledge. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Believing in yourself, Maida, I totally agree with. And growth, girl. You know, Jessica and I have been rooming in this uh, podcast conference, and we've literally been saying, like, our word right now is growth, growth, growth. Yes. How do we, how do we share these beautiful messages that we have with our audience? How do we reach more Latinas that we love so much that this is the reason why we're doing it for, right? Yeah. So that we can. Because we are the least represented, and I know I've talked about this on my podcast, but we are the least represented minority in media as a whole, in general. We make up, what, over 20% of the population? Oh, yeah. And yeah. we yeah. are, like, the representation sucks. They, they kind of don't know us. So if they're not going to show us, we have to sh showcase ourselves. Yes. And get ourselves known. Okay, and advice. If you had one advice to give somebody who wanted to start a platform with an idea and is scared of starting, what advice would you give them? Okay, a little bit like what you said earlier. Just go ahead and do it. That's literally it. Just do it. I feel like um, everyone has a calling, a mission in life. And if you have this great idea and the idea of not starting it feels uncomfortable, like that's the reason to just do it. It's really just starting. I feel like once you start, there's like no looking back. You just got to keep going, keep going forward. What's next? What do I have to do next? Like, you know, like us now that we're talking like growth, you know, there's always another step. And so once you start, you know, that's, that's really it. You made me think of a saying, they say, start before you're ready. Yes. yes. Right. I totally believe that. Yeah. Cause I think we are never going to feel ready. No. Yeah. We're never going to feel ready. And just to add to that, if you listen to my very first couple episodes, <laughs> they sound terrible, terrible. I had not the right mic. I didn't have the right setup. I had to invest in myself. But aside of that, it's like, you just have to start and then you'll just grow from there. Oh yeah, my my everything has changed on my podcast as well. Like the music, the sound, the editing, yep. everything. But I would kind of on top of all of that is consistency. Yeah, oh my because gosh, you can yeah. start, but if you don't, if you're not consistent, if you don't keep going, ninety percent of podcasts do not make it past episode ten. Yeah, it's like a really, and it's because first of all, people do not realize like. It's not easy, but also don't be afraid to ask questions. There's so many resources out there and people do want to help you. Yeah. So if you listen to one of our podcasts and somebody, I've had so many people reach out and say, Hey, I want to start a podcast. Can I like, can I have 15 minutes of your time? Absolutely. People have given me their time and I, and I want to you know, pass that on pay because pay, pay it forward. forward. Yeah, Absolutely. because and that's that's also key to building community, right? Because we can't just think of ourselves. Mm -hmm. We have to think of each other. We have to think of community. So, you know, be if you're going to do it. Yes, you have to start, but then you also have to keep going. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. You're going to have moments where you're like, why am I doing this? Oh, yeah. What is going on? Oh, my gosh. Like, is anybody listening? I hate my voice. What's <laughs> happening? Like, oh, you're going to think of all of these things. Yeah. And there's always reasons to stop. Oh, yeah. But you can't reasons. let those reasons stop you. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Consistency, Jessica, for me, that was like, I had to write that word down on my journal so many times. I put it, I wrote it down on my mirror. Like, it became like, I, I, like a focus on I want consistency. I want consistency. Because 
that's exactly what you need in order to stay persistent. And that's for anything, not even just podcasting, but for anything and whatever you decide to do, absolutely, there's always people willing to help you. And I think people are so afraid to ask because they're afraid of hearing no, but no is never like that doesn't change your life. A yes can change your life, but a no won't. But also I think people don't know how to ask. And so I like to say, just say, how do I go about doing that? That's it. That's all it takes. Going up to somebody that's doing something similar to what you want to do and just saying, how do I go about doing that? Absolutely. Yeah, not being shy to ask. Yeah. The answer is always no if you don't ask the question. Exactly. And what's the worst that could happen if you ask? What's Again, if you get a no, that doesn't change your station. Exactly. But if you get a yes, that can change everything. And yeah. not only that, what, you know, what's the worst that could happen? But I'm going to say that. What is the best that could happen from that conversation? I feel like that's a, you know, a better question. Yeah. And that, that helps me ask the questions to the people that I might be intimidated to ask. Yeah. 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 So as far as what would help. So for me, I felt like building a community And having someone that believed in me and that was my sister and my husband and they're like, go for it, just do it. And we're going to support you. We're going to help with, you know, there's, there's a lot of things as a mom and as a Latina that we feel like is our job. And my husband stepped up and he's like, yo voy a ayudarte con esto en la casa. And it was, he, that partnership made it possible. So find a support team that is going to help you keep going. Absolutely. Okay, I'm now we're looking forward into the future, future goals. I'm going to put you in the spot. You're going to say something out loud that has been in your mind that you're going to do is like a goal. Okay, perhaps speak it out loud first because everything starts with a word. So can you tell us of like a dream or something that you're working towards with your platform or something that you're creating right now and that you're making space for? Stephanie. Okay, first one. <laughs> I don't have that much time to think, but no, um, I think, well, growing the the platform, growth is a big thing. And I think that um, if I, you know, we accomplish that big platform, we can maybe help um, cases like real life cases and true crime. I've seen other podcasts do it with like donations or even like getting private investigators. I, I know it's a wild, wild dream, but you, you know, I feel I like, love that. It's I, not a wild dream. You're right. You're right. I love right? that. Oh um, yes. It gives it so much purpose. Yeah. And like, because you know, some, some of these families don't have the resources right. and I don't know. I, I hope that maybe one day we can be that resource. You will be yes, that resource. Yes. We're seeing it. We got to change <laughs> the words that we're using. You're right. You're we got to right. change the words. Not, I hope it's, I will, we will. We will be a resource. We are going to be able to get that. Like we have to support each other in yeah. remembering. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. You're right. And we're going to be holding you accountable for that, Stephanie. <laughs> it's out of the world now. <laughs> now so. it's, it's out in the world. Okay, Jessica. So I know you have what, some big dreams. And well, stuff yeah. Coming. The first part of my dream has happened. I created an LLC. Yeah, Chisme Media LLC. So that is a, a is a a dream that I wanted to do, and that's already come to fruition. And I think it's to continue to showcase um, stories and amplify voices of communities of color to help others be able to amplify, like to whether it's starting their own podcast or whether it's telling their own stories in their own way. You know, I, now that I have the LLC, I've had people reach out to me and say, so are you going to start producing podcasts now? So I'm like, well, let me get in this season And then we'll figure out what the next is. But I think ultimately 
it's to be a catalyst for change um, for all of us, right? To help all of us, because what do they say? Rising tide, like rising tides helps us all. And I really want to be I want to help be a rising tide and help us all. And whether it's part of our Latina podcasters network in regards to, you know, helping, you know, amplify all of our messages, whether it's, you know, with the Latina owned wine brands and help amplifying them. And like, I just want to continue to grow and to one of the things that has happened that is starting to happen. That's been a dream is, and I didn't know it was a dream until it started happening is that people find wine brands, Latin-owned wine brands, and then they snap pictures and send them to me. Wow. Because that means I'm doing my job. Mm-hmm. Well, she has a directory. Tell them about your yes, directory. Like, well, I created the very first directory, Latin-owned wine brands. And so I constantly am, you know, promoting them and everything. And people are like, oh, I found a wine brand. You should have them on their directory. And I'm like, oh, I do. Or, oh my gosh, I found a wine brand. I found it from your directory or, you know, and, and that's a dream. I honestly didn't know that I had until I, until I started working on it. And then the first time somebody told me that I was like, oh my gosh, that is so cool because impact. Yeah. It was, it's having impact. And I think ultimately that's what I want to have. I want to have a positive impact on this world. That's my that's my biggest dream more than anything okay, else. Okay, now tell them about your podcast tour. <laughs> <laughs> this is really interesting because for you, Mamacitas, listening in different parts of the United States, you might be able to attend, drink some wine. Yeah, so that was also a dream that's come to fruition. I guess I sometimes when you're when you're starting to live your dream, you forget like those things that you those things that you said. So one of the things that I had said initially when I first started the podcast was I wanted to go on tour and how cool would it be to have a wine, wine and cheese and, you know, talk and all this. And so 2023 was the year that it's come to fruition. And we did LA in April. I was in Dallas in June, September 30th. I will be in New York city, uh, in Washington Heights at the Radio Hotel. We're going to be focusing on arts and fashion and we're going to have Cindy Castro, NYC. She's a Latina designer. We're going to have Karen from the, she's a social media director for the Guggenheim Museum. Um, and we're going to, you know, with all of these, we have, we're featuring Latina on wine brands. We have cheese and charcuterie. We're having musical performances and then a whole panel. So, this is a dream, like every, you guys are making this like emotional because it really was a dream of mine. Like anybody who's attended, anybody who's been a guest, anybody who just supports, they're making my dreams come true. And I can't like, I can't stress enough of how appreciative I am of our community that we have here. We have our podcast Barbie over here in Rita. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it takes, you know, it does take a village to, oh, yeah. to do everything that we do. And I wouldn't be, none of us would be able to do what we do if it wasn't for the people who listen, who the people who support who us, support us absolutely. who the people who are guests, like none of this would be possible for any of, if it weren't for any of them. And they, they're helping all of our dreams come true. So I think whether we realize it or not, 
Like you guys are part of all of our dreams as well. Yes, you're gonna make me cry. Jessica. Oh my god! Oh my god! No, it's so beautiful. It's true. Like we have these things. Rita's tearing up too. Yeah, we're all tearing up. <laughs> okay, Maida. Bueno, um, so being here at the podcast movement, one of the things that I was inspired to push forward with is I am becoming a Spanish podcaster. Necesitamos so, esa voz en español. Sí. Entonces, that's one of the reasons why I was like, okay, I think this is my sign. I've been thinking about it for a long time. And being in this space and not, not listening to anybody be a Spanish podcaster was like, okay, you need to do this. You need to be that voice. Um, and, and we are so proud community. of you. Thank We're you. So proud of Thank you. you. And another thing is that I was really inspired to really push forward with uh, YouTube and really having that um, that video uh, format of the podcast. Yeah. And I think like for YouTube, so a lot of people come into the space for podcasts, like wanting to stay in their like audio comfort level because of course when you're not on video it's a lot more comfortable to the showcase your voice and i think a lot of us fall in love with podcasts because it's a very intimate sort of setting and we feel like it's almost like we're talking to our friend's ear and then when we have to expose ourselves in video it can be quite intimidating oh yeah so bravos and kudos i'm like to wait you. i can't just have my chongo and no makeup what the <laughs> <Yeah. heck? laughs> and, and honestly that is one of the things that keeps me from being on video but i have to step into this and that's what i feel inspired to do after this podcast conference that's amazing i love that okay so i'm going to bring in one more person here real quick rita bautista who has also been on my episodes on one of my episodes and she is the founder of latinas podcasters network so it's the, she's actually the reason why we all met mm-hmm. which yes. is really cool okay yes. Rita, take over my mic for a little bit tell us a little bit about yourself for those who haven't heard the episode so i'm gonna try my best not to cry this is our me. podcast barbie <laughs> <laughs> hi everybody my name is rita bautista i'm the founder of latina podcasters and i have to tell you i've been standing behind the scenes watching all of this happen and and I'm trying not to cry, but it's really interesting. Like when you're talking, when you were talking about this earlier, Jessica, about like your dreams coming true and all of these things, like literally in 2019, none of this existed. And now we're here um, at Podcast Movement having these big collaborative conversations and just so proud of you guys for just continuing on and like believing in my mission and in the growth of the company. And then just like, watching all of you guys grow and flourish into these amazing podcasters, but even more so just doing things that I didn't even know would be something that grows off of una ramita that grows off of, you know, the tree of Latina podcasters is like very humbling. So yeah. Thank you so much, Rita, for yeah. what you do for yeah. us. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. me and Valentina have been part of Latina podcasters yeah. really since day one, yeah, practically. <laughs> yeah. And we've just seen it grow so much because it started out as like a collaboration. Let's all talk about what we're all doing and how we can help each other. And then it turned into the directory and then it kind of turned like it kept evolving and evolving. And now we're at this, you know, and it's continuing yeah. to evolve and evolve. And look, we know there's always growing pains in a, oh in a, God, and, yeah. and we, and we understand that and we know that, but ultimately anytime you're in a, in this type of space, you have to be a fighter. Yeah. But nobody can say that Rita's not a fighter, <laughs> yep. you know, because to that. she does fight for us. She does fight for space for us. And, uh, 
and it's so appreciated. Mm -hmm. And especially like me and Valentina have literally seen the evolution and we've seen how much you've worked and how hard you've worked and leaving your job. And now, and I understand how hard that is that because I left my job and I'm only being fired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, um, it's, it's not easy, but like I said, we all have to fight for, for our space and you're fighting for us as well. You just learn, I think as, as you continue to build, like, you know, what do you stand for? And for me, Latina podcasters and Latino pods, right? It stands for giving representation to our storytelling that's going to basically create the wave of the new future of um, general market. And we are the future. Mm-hmm. We're legitimately creating stuff now that 50 years, 100 years from now, people will be watching. We'll be the reruns of what people are consuming. And I think that for me is what fuels my growth every day. It's not about the episode today. It's about like, who's going to be listening in 10, 20 years. And how do people have the opportunities to benefit from that? They can see who we were during that time, you know, and you guys have legitimate documentation of that now. I think it's really cool too. Cause you guys are like, this is the beginning of the Spotify for Latinos, right? So it's like Spotify started off in Sweden. We're here in the U S and we're going global. And it's like, everybody's coming with us. So yeah. slow and steady, Rita, slow and steady. Yeah, we're going. Pasito, pasito. Wait, did you have a question for <laughs> Valentina for a rapid fire? But I did. Valentina. Valentina. What's next for you? Oh man. You put me on the spot, girl. That's the point. Growth. 200 episodes, no, baby. Yeah, no, growth. And I just, I, have I said it on the podcast? I think I have. I just got certified as a life coach, certified life coach. So I really want to be able to do courses online. And I want to create like space for like healing women online. You know, I, I'm, I, I became a life coach, a certified life coach, because I truly believe in what they do for people. Like my life coach saved my life. <laughs> I, I have had two of them and they've been so instrumental in my life. And I know like, you know, it's interesting because as a life coach, you ask really good questions. And the person that's being coached is actually the person doing the work. So you're doing the work for yourself and you don't even realize it. And, and then later you're like, oh, wow. Like I did all these things to heal my past, to do things for myself to, um, and, and then, and then you realize that all the success and all the things that you end up acquiring are you're doing. So, yeah. So I want to basically put more of the life coaching inside and give my mamacitas more like, um, tools for them to, you know, to coach themselves and to heal themselves and, one day I want to do, I'm going to be doing courses and I want to get, be able to do this for people who might not necessarily have the means to pay for like a private coach because they're very expensive. So yeah. Stephanie has a question. She, yes. remember, she, I have a question. One. Um, so you named your podcast, Mamas Ganas, but was there any other name that you were considering when you first started? No. So the, the name was funny. I had this, like, it was like the w- one time in my life where I literally had a voice. I was trying to come up with a Spanglish name. And I was like, oh, I want it like I want it funny and I want it cool and I want it in Spanish. And I had a, I literally heard a voice going, mamas con ganas. And I did not. So it's not mamas con ganas. It doesn't have an accent, right? Because I was thinking in Spanish. I was thinking mamas in English. Like, hey, mama, what's up, mama? And then I went, I went to my sister's house and I had some cousins from Venezuela who were visiting. And I said, oh, I'm having this idea for a platform. And I told them the name. And they both started laughing. And I was like, why are they laughing? 
And, and I was like, oh, mamas, like mamas con ganas, you know, <laughs> like cancer de mamas, they call it cancer de mamas, like boobies, right? But then my cousin's husband was like, uh, there's another dirty meaning. I was like, what do you mean? It's like, oh my God, from the verb mamar. And I'm like, oh my God. I thought to myself, nobody's going to be thinking that dirty. But it turns out you say this to men and they just turn red. You know what? I don't think the first part, I think I just thought in like, hey mama. But I'm like, I'm con ganas. All right, let's go. Like, <laughs> but a lot of people get the dirty entendre. But it's really cool because I've told people I've changed the SEO for mamas con ganas. Because you used to look up that in on the internet and you would get porn. <laughs> so people that are looking for porn get inspiration and empowerment for women. <laughs> so my question to you is, and it is a very light, light question. I know you love your bubbles. Like I love my bubbles también. If you could have bubbles anywhere in the world, where would you, what would you be doing? Where do you want to have your bubbles and why? Oh my God. I went to visit so many places in the world. Um, but I have to say, I'm still in, like when I have my champagne in, in France, I just, I don't know. I get this tingly feeling. Maybe like, the, I think I'm picturing the French Alps with bubbles. There you go. Like, like the next, but I haven't, I haven't skied in the French Alps in a while. Uh, when, oh, in a while. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, because I used to live there when I was a child. I know. We love you. We love you. Thank you for including us in your 200 yeah. Okay. So, so handles, ladies, handles, handles, handles. Okay. So I am uh, Cuento Crimen's on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, as Cuento Crimen Podcast. Yeah. That's where you can find us. I am at the wine and chisme on all social media networks. On Instagram, I am debtfree.latina. And on TikTok, it's just debtfreelatina. So obviously for the podcast network, it's at Latina Podcasters. But for myself, it's yo soy Rita Bautista. Thank you, ladies, so much for helping me celebrate my 200th episode. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for having Thank us. You. I could not have pictured a better way to do this than with some kick-ass Latinas next to my side. The only thing that would make it better is some wine. Well, <laughs> we're going to have that tonight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have that tonight and then post it on the media. <laughs> bueno, until next time, mamacita. Oh, if you have any comments, mamacitas, or any questions for us for this episode, go to mamasconganaspodcast.com forward slash 200. Mamasconganaspodcast.com forward slash 200. Hasta la próxima semana. Besitos. Felicidades. It's Valentina. Espero te gustó este episodio de nuestro podcast. If you liked it or if any of our content has inspired you in any way, I'd be ever so grateful if you showed some amorcito by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. It's because of you, our listeners, that we're able to create contenido para otras Latinas. Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir nuestro podcast. Si tienen preguntas, comentarios y más, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com or follow us on social media at mamasconganas. You can also write me directly at info at mamasconganas.com. Hasta la próxima. Es Valentina recordándote, don't be a mama con drama. Mm -mm. Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos.